Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another edition of Colts Coffee Conversation. My name is Carl. And I'm Holly. I'd like to welcome you to another exciting, angry edition of Colts Coffee and Conversation. How are you, Holly? I'm doing well, but it sounds like you have a little bit uh, something up your uh, bonnet there. I do, and my bonnet is lovely. <laughs> yes, I'm full of P&V, and what is that? Piss and vinegar. This is going to be a good one, folks, because I am full of rage and hate. I mean, huh? This we'll get into it. We'll okay, save it for later. Let's do our yes. Other let's stuff our do first. our normal stuff first before we get into. As you can see, I am antsy to get into this deep dive. But before, I'm gonna let Holly share. Not yet, but I'm gonna let Holly share on what we are going to discuss. Because you're gonna be like, "Why is Carl really upset right now? Oh my gosh, I, he needs a hug." No, I don't. This one, I'm enjoying the lash, lashing out as the lash means. Anyway. Continue on. Thank you, all you cultonites out there, for uh, giving us that support that we need to allow us to continue to endeavor on these crazy stories about these people and their belief systems. It's glorious. And, of course, someone's saying, Carl, please tell me, how can I reach out? And I'll be like, Coltonite, I'm glad you asked. We have our Facebook fan page at Colts Coffee Conversation. We also have our Twitter at Colts Coffee Con 1. That is Colts Coffee Con and the number 1. And then, of course, we do have our wonderful old-school email address at ColtsCoffeeConvo at gmail.com. But wait, there's more. Holly, take it away. Yes, uh, you can get out your voice memo and record a message to us and send it off to ColtsCoffeeConvo at gmail.com. Beautiful. All right. Now, before we even open up on what we're going to discuss... We have the... Yes, we must discuss our coffee version of Colt's Coffee and Conversation. Holly, what are you drinking? I'm going to let you know. It's it's uh, had a bad incident, I oh, guess. Oh, our first bad incident. Well, it's not the incident. It's not people-related. It's it's the coffee flavor... It sucked. Yeah, and it's not... The combo was not of your liking. No, and it wasn't the coffee maker's problem. It was my taste buds problem. Ah, So okay. it was a uh, iced coffee, and it was supposed to have oat milk in it and uh, some kind of... Uh, Brown sugar? Well, that was the second one. Oh, I'm sorry. I gave it away. Yeah, that's okay. I'm sorry. It either, either or, I went back to get it remade after I only drank half of it, but... They remade it happily with a smile, but it still didn't taste good because instead of the oat milk, I had put 2% and it was the brown sugar. Anyway, I don't think I'm going to have those for a little while. It's a nightmare. So basically, coconut milk and regular milk and the beverages that you chose are not a good decision. That is correct. Stick with the oat milk. Well, they actually said soy would be better and I did not listen to them, so it's my fault. Ooh, always listen to your bartender. I mean, your barista. <laughs> okay. okay? <laughs> always listen to them. They know best. Alrighty, well, I'm going down the simple m simple route of three shots of Blonde Espresso, iced, of course, and I'm doing it with the one pump of the brown sugar, which is amazing. I highly recommend the oat milk brown sugar one. Oh, it's delicious, but I decided to switch it up. But what I did was with the one pump of the uh, brown sugar, I also added sweet cream foam. Oh, mm. yeah, this is getting too complicated now. Yes, once again, <laughs> always listen to your barista. All righty. We ready to talk about yes, this? Yes, you're dying to I'm, talk Yeah, about. okay. You know what, Holly? Whom are we? Listen here. I have something to say. Bhagwan, you know what? It's been a while. It's nice to see you, but shut up and sit down for just a second. I have something I want to discuss. 
Harley, I do not, do not want to talk about... You know what? I don't care what you want to talk about, Bhagwan. Sit in your throny chair, chill, nice turban, and relax, okay? Fine. Whatever you say. Holly! So, sorry about the Bhagwan there. Uh, who are we talking about? Well, we are going to be talking about Ma Anand Sheila. How dare you say her name in my presence? She is a... Pro hey, hey, hey. Be nice. That's for later. That's for later. <laughs> sit down. Alrighty. Okay. Sorry. You're okay. I love you, though. But sit down. Okay. So, Sheila. Yes. So your spirit animal. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Sheila is one of... Okay. Well, a little quick rewind from all you newer cultonites out there. We began cult coffee and conversation on the backs of the Rajneeshi movement. Yes, it was Wild Wild Country. Wild Wild Country. It was a six or seven episode. It was long. Mm -hmm, of the Rajneeshis and uh, Ma Anand Sheila was part of it. Yes. And the Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh. Yes. He was in charge of it. Yes. Or was he? Listen here, I have nothing to do with the commune. Yes, you did. Be quiet. Sit down. I love you. I love you, too. Thank you. All right. So, so. now this is a follow-up documentary. It's on Netflix. <sighs> it's called Searching for Sheila. Yeah, and I'm still searching. And Go ahead. this was done in 2019 before the pandemic. Because yes. you'll see, uh, well, you won't see, but you'll hear. Everybody's got no masks on. They and have no masks in India. And no. Pray for India. Go ahead. Yeah, it's in India that she goes. But anyway, this is pre-COVID. Yes. The point is is that we want to go over this so we can kind of see 35 years forward. Right. Okay, what, what is Sheila doing? And yes. And what is her ideas? And yes. And things of that nature. So. Yes. Let's are you ready to get into it? You know what? I am actually, Holly. Let's get into it. Okay, go ahead. Take it away. I have a couple of things, a few things just to kind of recap. Recap. Good thing. Okay. Go. So Sheila was kicked out of the Rajneeshi community. All right. And this was because she was having issues with the, the Bhagwan and who was trying to get leadership of him. Yes. And she was his protector all the time. Yes. She tried to have his doctor uh, killed. And some other things have happened, and it all came out. So she she basically did leave. She took a took a plane. Yeah, and she said she had about oh, she's several hundred people waving her goodbye from the airfield. Yeah, and it was what I think it was like a total of uh, it was a handful, a handful oh, of people. More than that, but anyway, it was a lot of people. They took off in the private jet. Yes, and they they took off to Germany. Yes, okay? that's correct. It all comes around to. Because Bhagwan stopped, he was silent for three and a half years. He decided to start talking. And because he started to talk, that's when the FBI was able to get in there and the district attorney and everything. Because he said there was wiretapping, there was yeah, the uh, all kinds of labs that had yes. things going on. And Basically, it, may, it was not a pretty sight for the movement, to say the least. It, it made Sheila look like a nut. Not a nut, but a criminal, okay. Yes. Because 
the Bhagwan was just saying these things, that was their opportunity to come on to the commune and do their investigation. Right. Okay? Right. And at first it was okay, and then Bhagwan felt like, uh-oh, this Bad is getting idea. away from me. Yeah. And it just blew up. So it, yeah, was it literally you would like need to either watch Wild Wild Country on Netflix or you can listen to it on Cult's Coffee and Conversation. It's there the first uh, seven full episodes. Yes, it is. Mm -hmm. The Bhagwan denounces Sheila. Yes. And in July 1986, mm -hmm. she was sentenced to 20 years on multiple charges for assault, poisoning, and wiretapping. Mm -hmm. She served 39 months and was released for good <sighs> behavior. And in 1990, she moved to Switzerland and started a special help home. A special help home is basically she has actually a couple of homes. Yes, a couple of homes. And they take in disabled adults. And special needs adults as well. Yeah. It looks like a very nice place, actually. It is, actually. Yeah, no, I will give it its due. It is a beautiful home. It's got lovely views of the mountains. Oh, it's beautiful. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. like, I could retire there. And it does look like these individuals are being well cared they for. They are very well, yes. That, I will agree, they are very catered to. Yes. Now, in 2019, she had Anurag Chauhan, an organizer of Humans for Humanity, arrange a speaking tour of India for her after 35 years of absence. Right. The India media spoke of her as a shrewd mind and almost controlled Bhagwan, who they call Osho. Now, Osho was his name after that whole thing where he left the United States. He had some things. He had traveled around the world. But when he got back to India, they decided on Osho as a different name for him. That's correct. Kind of clean slate him. Mm-hmm. And his organization. She came back into the limelight because of the 2018 Netflix documentary, Wild Wild Country. I thought she, was, she did a really good job on that one. Now, when she first opened her home in Switzerland, the people in the village were afraid of what was going on there. Mm. She said some of the people wear their baggage on their face. She wears her baggage on her shoulders. Right. Okay, now this is something she says quite a bit. The epitome of feminism or the woman who tried to poison an entire town. The brain behind Osho's empire or a criminal mastermind. Who is the real Sheila? The world sees me from their point of view and the world only loves to see problems so they misunderstand. There's so much more. I'm not the same person you think I am. Life is a good performance. What role do you like then? Is it Snow White or the Wicked Witch? Both. Sheila takes care of disabled adults. She says if she did not have the baggage on her shoulders, it would make her work much easier. Her father encouraged her to write a book, which she did. It, the name of the book is Don't Kill Him. That's correct. She said it was part of her moving forward. Mm. Her sister, who lives with her in Switzerland was afraid if Sheila went back to India, she would not come back alive. Mm. She now understands it's the end of the line and what must be, must be. Quote, somebody must accept responsibility to erase the misunderstandings that the media has created over the years. Existence offers me the opportunity. I will take the challenge. This is Sheila saying that. It is said that after Bhagwan himself, Madnan Sheila is the most consequential person in the Rajneesh Empire. President of the Rajneesh Foundation and the only person with direct access to the man himself. 
Some speculate that Bhagwan Sri Rajneesh is no longer the leader, and that it's Sheila herself who commands the 350,000 disciples. Kim and I made a great team together. It was a shame that it had to break up. She did not even come to say goodbye to me. People who don't commit crime don't escape like that. Out of the very burden of all the crimes that she has done, she will suffer her whole life. Sheila lands in Delhi, India, and is excited. She's taken to her hotel where they talk of her security. She's being fitted for her wardrobe for the tour. The clothes are being chosen by a designer for her comeback. She's being dressed in power clothing. They would talk about being fierce, clear, and bold. The tour is called The Master and His Myth. (laughs) (laughs) She is going on a talk show called Coffee with Karen. He interviews celebrities in the entertainment industry, mostly Bollywood. It is irreverent and fun, mostly scandalous. Sheila replies she has bigger scandals than show people, and he warns her he is going to get down and dirty with her. Mm. Now, one of the questions asked is, was Bhagwan in love with her? And she said, yes, you should have seen how he looked at me and how he said my name. Karen asked if their relationship was platonic, and Sheila replied, I didn't have sex with him, if that's what you mean. She was drowning in his love and his beautiful eyes. Mm. So in India, there's a lot of buzz on social media about Sheila, and she's doing a radio interview where the radio host is saying she's more popular now than the Game of Thrones. The subject of Sheila's perception comes up. The question asked is, do you feel there has been any change of perception about you? And Sheila's answer, well, timeline of perception is not so reliable. It depends on what the situation is and how it moves and who moves it. So on that, I would say my feeling of her perception in India modern day versus 35 years ago would be totally different. 100%. And this is why I say so, because the majority of the people talking to her and listening to the radio and seeing these TV shows were either very small children or, or weren't not born. even born, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so time moves on. Right. Things get dim. Right. And I did I do believe they did watch that Netflix show and their perception is seeing that the people uh like leaders of India like herself and Bhagwan are right. moving to the United States right. and all this and they see it in that point of view right. of wow, those people are um Courageous, brave. Oh, yeah, as far as that goes. But right. the Americans are not accepting okay, ah. of the different ways. Yes. Now, when I watch it, or someone like me, we see it in a different way. Yes. If, you know, it just depends on how your age and what your background is. Pretty much, yeah. Mm-hmm. Agreed. It. So there was another location where a small group of young people are asking questions of Sheila. And uh, go uh, ahead. Yeah, you okay. Ask so the I'm going to do the questions and you're going to answer it in Sheila's own lovely voice. No. Or <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> All right, here we go. So the question was asked Is it, uh, you plead guilty of attempted murder, right? No. Your information is faulty. But there are things that you admitted to when you went to jail. No, I didn't admit. Yes, you did. No, I know what I did. I want to know what you actually admitted to. Ask me and I will tell you. <laughs> yes, please tell. 
and have an open mind to listen. Yes, definitely. I admitted to bringing in Bhagwan to USA, which USA interpreted to immigration fraud. But it was not immigration fraud. I took Bhagwan with legal visa. But I said, yes, I'm responsible for bringing Bhagwan. I agreed to wiretapping in Bhagwan's room for safety of Bhagwan, for he was alone in his room, and we must have security. In that case he needs help, we can come. And that was also with consent of Bhagwan. What people write, talk about, whatever nonsense, I pleaded not guilty, and the judge accepted my non-guilty plea. Do you obviously seem like a very spiritual, very peaceful person. I want to know what drove you to sort of do some of the bad stuff that we hear about or that we see, like the crimes and stuff. What led you to that? Why do you make this judgment, young man? Were you there? Had you seen it? Have you seen anyone do it? But after 35 years, they're still talking about it. They've not moved an inch away. No matter where I go, people only ask me. Normally, when you have served a sentence, it's zero, zero. In my case, it multiplies. goes every time I come into contact with somebody. Can you tell us about these crimes? Why do you want to commit crimes also? Do you want to learn from me that? I didn't have a gun here until they bombed our hotel. There is absolutely no love lost between the disciples of Pagwan Rajneesh and the long-term residents of Antelope, Oregon. Almost since it was created, Rajneesh Purim has been in court defending its right to exist against a barrage of uh, charges, legal maneuvers by people who live in the area. I'm not it's... a woman who stabs from the back, but I don't believe in turning the other cheek. If somebody's going to give me a whack, I'm going to give him right back from one hand, other hand, and the bottom two. I tell you, the county is so fucking bigoted, it deserves to be taken over. It was a greed for power, the Bagwan claim, that led to her attempting to poison three of the stop aids and even the larger population of the Dells. Even though I'm a non-violent person, that in self-defense, I will do that. A list of criminal allegations exists against him. And in the home of Adnan Sheila, they discovered a hidden tunnel and a clandestine secret laboratory. A spokesperson says they found mice that were being slowly poisoned, as well as books on assassination. He said that his own bedroom was being bugged, that the commune had concealed mice and taps on the telephone. The latest explosive charge from Bhagwan is that Sheila was planning to bomb the Wasco County Courthouse. And you tell your governors, you tell your attorney general, and all your bigoted pigs outside, one of our person, I will have 15 of their heads, and I mean business. On another talk show, the woman host mentions how loving and polite Sheila is now, and has Sheila changed? And Sheila says, it's a mystery. Sheila was always mm. polite and loving when she was young. This front I had to put up was a deterrent from people who were trying to discriminate against our community. Really? Me personally? I'm sorry to cut in a little bit, but that's bullcrap. I'm sorry. She was vicious in India. She was vicious in Oregon, and she was vicious afterwards. Well, actually, no. She got pretty much emasculated afterwards because she knew she was wrong, but that's okay. That's fine. All right, back to it. I'm sorry. I had to lay off some steam. Okay, so another questions were asked. Talk about your time in jail. How do you cope with that time? Because you actually were let off much earlier for good behavior, as the American system calls it. It was not good behavior in that sense. 
Is there something not fair in the fact that the woman were penalized in the m- and the man at the heart of this, nothing happened to him? Well, he did go to jail for 15 days. He could not. He didn't. If, if he would have been there any longer, he would have died. But he did not stand by you. He called you a criminal. I have to tell you as a woman, this disturbs me and I want to be angry. Why aren't you angry? <laughs> I can't satisfy you. So how do you reconcile who Sheila is or what people want her to be or expect of her? I fully understand that you all have opinion of Sheila from your own experience, own vision, or how you feel about me. Just don't call me spiritual. Criminal's better than spiritual for me. Dang, how deep is that? <laughs> Sheila says, I didn't want to be spiritual. I didn't want to become enlightened or learn about meditation. I have no interest in that. I was just a young girl living her life, exploring, and I went to Bhagwan because I fell in love with him. Life is multidimension. There is no black and white. They have shades of color, shades of information. I built one of the finest cities. No one's asking me, where did you get that strength? I am just as much a human as any person here. Bhagwan had the product, which was not tangible. So it was the perfect product to market called enlightenment. When I was an empress, the kingdom was rosy. That's right. You were an empress, and I call you out. You are a pros. Hey, 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 hey. Not yet. Sit down, Bhagwan. Sit down. Relax. You'll get your time. (laughs) In another home, a question is asked. One simple question that everyone wants to know. Yes, I have not committed crime, okay? Really? When are you going to do that? Exactly now. I'm sorry. You have shut yourself up to minimize, to simplify, to end it there at the ultimate end of things. Sorry? That's how I see life. That's how I live life. May I say an enlightened person like you, they open up details. Without the details, the ultimate truth is not enough for people like us. So that's why we've come all this way. Allow me to correct you. That's exactly proves I am not enlightened. I am sharing. I am not holding back. I thought I would die with my backpack of criminalities. She was certainly deep down had a lust for power. In these three and a half years, she has become a world-famous celebrity. The ego has become too big. I was silent for three and a half years, and in that silent period, the group of Mahanan Sila exploited the innocent sannyasins and tried to create a religion, and she became the high priestess of the religion. Sila was afraid of more intelligent people. She herself was uneducated, not very intelligent. She was just a hotel waitress. All dignity that she thinks she has was given by me. She was just my secretary. She says she was my lover. I don't love prostitutes. And then it's a different venue. It says that today we have the pleasure of asking her about her crimes, her past, and Osho. He let you down very, very deeply as a human being. I don't think so, no. When you leave a person who is part of your breathing, it does hurt. Your lungs feel it, but that's how it was. I don't deny it. 
but I have to find a way out of it. Yeah, at another gathering, she begins to defend Bhagwan. When a person is in anger, says utter nonsense. On top of it, he was doing drugs that make you depressed and has an effect of schizophrenia. Same Bhagwan, a year later, says Sheila could not do anything wrong to me. She loved me so she would die for me. There came out the truth that was in his heart. When asked if she could poison a town if it needed to be done, she said, I did not do it. I would not do it. I am my parents' daughter. I would learn the correct values of life. She goes on to s and says she's being very patient because many journalists have been through her life and she has been asked the same questions over and over again. Now the radio announcer asks, is Ma Anand Sheila such an intriguing figure? She's 70 years old and is a transformed woman who wants to stick to a carefully prepared script, love, beauty, and social service. Now, speaking with one of the organizers on the tour, Sheila believes that most of the time the journalists have written their story about her ahead of time. Those people have very little to do with her and go to the press conferences as a protocol. They can say that they went to see her but have not listened to anything she said. Another gathering, Sheila asks, How many of you are honest with yourself ruthlessly? How many of you do introspection? How many of you are hypocrites? The group raises their hands on all the questions, and Sheila says, You cannot change the question of the people until they are ready to change themselves. Imprisonment, criminal charges, sex, free sex, orgies for over 35 years. It's also that you occupy your mind with mundane questions, and then you don't have to think yourself. If they ask a question, where th can they learn? Then they can change themselves. Because when you come across something that is profound, then you have to change yourselves. I have moved. I have gone through all of that. But people who ask me the same question over and over again, they don't want to win the race. They don't want to move on. They just want to occupy themselves with my scandals so they don't have to look at their own scandals. Now that, when she said that, now there's the props I was... Remember that that final sentence there, because we're going to come back to that. Dusties. Good luck to you and your pimps. Up yours, buddy. And she makes it abundantly clear that if you don't agree with her, you're the one getting it wrong. You see I'll that? tell it now. Your network can go and jump in a lake. You seem to try to provoke Take your microphone people. and leave. And you please don't. never come again here. No more questions, Sheila? Sheila, why did you stop the interview? Question. You said once you have paid your dues for your crime. You are considered innocent of it again. Having said that, do you feel any responsibility or do you feel any regret or rumors for having done the things? 90% I have answered all these questions and they keep coming back. Then they become a nuisance. Would you like to tell us what really happened? No. I don't want to tell you about what really happened because what I tell you what really happened, you won't believe me. Does that upset you that, quote, look, I said this, but was interpreted in totally different way, end quote? To me, it doesn't make a difference because I know who I am and what I am. If it doesn't bother you, what are you seeking from this, redemption or yourself? Sheila is talking to her daughter on the phone from the U.S. She said the Indian social media are using Sheila's words like memes. Sheila goes back into the neighborhood where she grew up 
and reminisces looking at the houses and the shops. Some people recognize her. She goes to a restaurant to say hi to the owner. She goes to the post office and sits on a swing where her father used to wait for her letters from prison, and she begins to cry. Indy has flooded the emotions. It's like a dam has been broken. She thought as she had worked out these emotions. I was thrown into open sea. I had a number of hardships after I left Baguan. During this time, I had to go within myself and find and analyze. Did I offer it to gain something, or was it the offering? And it was from all corners clear. It wasn't even an offering. It was the nature of love. So this, when she said this, she was actually at the burial spot where Bhagwan was buried. Ah. That means she had to go back into the, uh, the ashram. Yes, she did. Now she is driven to, uh, into Mumbai and uh, remembers the roads from 35 years ago. She said that she went to the woodlands to meet Bhagwan, and that's what started this whole thing for herself, Bhagwan and the sannyasins. They go to the apartment where Bhagwan used to live and teach. They are not able to enter because the woman of the house was not there and the servant would not let them in. What to do? Life is like that. Life has day and night. Life has life and death. And what is so beautiful, a woman who has experienced a man dying right near her. Right in my lap, my husband died. If it wasn't for Bhagwan's wisdom, today I could have been a neurotic woman. I was able to take that death as acceptance. Now Sheila is on the beach. When you love someone unconditionally, it's automatic. You offer. But every queen goes through guillotine, and I have been through guillotine, and I wish we could move on. They have to stop asking why or how or what. Put yourself in my shoes and look within. How will you feel? There is so much more, but there's also a reality in history that people who lose, they are not recorded either. But history is not written for my part. History is of Bhagwan. It is Bhagwan's history, not Sheila's history. Sheila leaves in India and returns to Switzerland, and she's back at her home for the disabled people. She talks about getting ready to die, and it makes it easier. People ask the same questions. Redemption. They don't want to move on. Let's say all of these put together is public truth. Not my reality, public truth. Without knowing my reality, without feeling my reality, they have condemned me. They want me to redeem myself? Then they can say, oh, we can redeem ourselves also. What will you redeem? You will redeem love. I went in a prison. I sat there for 39 months. Now it's enough. How will you redeem yourself? My past is lived by me. I have to own it. Redemption lies in guilt. That's why I cannot redeem myself. All righty. Okay. So we that was the basic of the uh, documentary. Yes, that was the gist of it. Okay. Now, now, here's my question. Why in the bleep was this made? Okay, that is a good question. I did do a little research, you know, surface research. Right. So it appears this documentary did not have a director, number one. Uh, clearly. And that was kind of a puzzlement for people who do movie reviews or shows or whatever. Right. Because they didn't find a director. And 
they felt it was a little disjointed. It was kind of like they said it was B-roll of sure. everything. It wasn't like, oh, okay, why would you go to Baguan's old apartment and not call ahead right. and try to get that arranged? Right. You know, so because that would have been fantastic to go in there. Right. But there was nothing, there was nobody. Sloppy. Yeah, well, it was like somebody was just following her around with a couple of cameras. Right, and that's exactly what it was. And they didn't have, a, I mean, yes, they had the tour. Right. But they didn't have a set thing for the actual documentary. Okay. So why did why did they do this? I'm I'm thinking that she wanted to continue with her her fame to a degree because of the Netflix right. Wild Wild Country. Well, and, okay. Yeah. Okay. Another thing too is okay. First of all, why did it get me? Still, I mean, w that's all speculatory. To be honest with you, there's no reason. I, honestly, I could have done without this. This is stupid. Be, uh, and this is another thing. Oh, sorry, I made you watch it. <laughs> no, 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 because I mean, it, I mean, it's one of those things where you warned me about it. It's not what we expected, and it was trash. This was straight trash because it's her talking. First of all, she's going on a tour. Why are you doing the tour? You know, that's another thing. What are you trying to achieve? Because when you're on the tour, first of all, you look like you're a puppet. That's exactly. They dressed you up nicely. You won't answer any of the questions. You, you, you're you just talking about, oh, the future, the future, or whatever, your move on. move on type of thing. Then why are you taking this tour? If you're, your only answer is, I'm not answering these questions, it looks like to me you're just on somebody else's dime running you around. You're probably getting, I'm pretty sure she's not, she's not doing it for free. No. And I don't know what her financial situation is. That could be it to keep, if it, if it is to keep that home open, fine. I'm okay with it. Outside of that, I am not okay with it. Because, once again, she refused to ask questions. And another thing, you only t sit there and say that, oh, I only served 39 years. You're sentenced to 20-plus, chick. You got 39 months. You were responsible for uh, a lot of damage, a ton of damage, emotionally, physically. How many people got hurt? You got 39 months, and you're sitting there telling me your conscience is not really clean, but you should be a clean slate? No, if you want a clean slate, you should be going out of jail back in, what, 86, 96, 2006, okay? You you didn't serve your time. You served 39 months, and you act like it was like, oh, 39 months for how many people? You poisoned thousands of people, thousands of people. And yet you got 39 months? Well, actually, too, they tried to kill and assassinate a few of the... Uh, Government... Officials, Officials. Yeah. The dude is actually putting... They, yeah, and the, they were... The governor is actually in the House of Reps talking about... Or not House of Reps. Was it House of Reps? No, it was uh, um, Congress. The House of Congress, so it's on... He's, yeah, he's pretty much talking to an empty room because it's not important to the, the senators or the governors to show up to this thing. But... If you watch the documentary of Wild Wild Country, spoiler alert, he is literally talking about a town being poisoned and not 50 people. We're talking thousands of people got poisoned. Yeah, and the other thing is is um, she actually had her crew get guns and lie in wait. Charles Manson. Okay? She's basically Charles Manson. And I know everyone's like, that's mean. Anyway. No, 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 no. No, it's true because he didn't do the murders He didn't himself, do the stuff, but, but he, he served a truck ton of time. Well, his life. He would have been, uh, because of the law changed about, um, Charles Manson was given the death penalty. Right. But because it changed in California, they changed it to life imprisonment. And he did die in prison. But the bottom line is, 
Yes. 39 months. She should have had life in prison. She should have. But because no one physically died, I guess that would have really, that's why it was 20 years. Oh, uh, And how, how much did she serve? 39 months. Thank you. Three years and a couple months. Kick rocks, lady. I'm sorry. Anyway, kick rocks, lady. And second of all, I've noticed on all of your talks, your book is out there. Don't kill him. You selling your book? What do you And another thing too, and those people who had her on, okay, we're li- okay. Part of the thing is too is that when they're in the car, they got the radio on and they're talking. They are propping this chick up like she's something special. Yeah, uh, they had a really good PR people. Want, yeah, I'll give her that. I'll give her that. And they're literally trotting her around town, around the country, discussing nothing basically because. Time to move on. Do you have nothing to offer then? Yeah, I was hoping. Okay, so like. Open up a smidgen. You've already served the time. Why not spill your guts? Well, I'm not sure what she, she might have had some legal things. I have no idea. Right. Okay. Who knows? But but even to the point. I'm bringing up the question. That's all. But even to the point where it's like saying, okay, this was my life. You know, you saw the documentary. You know, this is how I felt at that time. I got strength to do this. Now, maybe they cut that out on this documentary. I don't know. But if I were the person doing it, if she really wanted to say more than these mundane questions, then she could have said, well, yeah, I gathered strength because I actually had to go to the United States as a young woman and make these real estate deals for this ranch in Oregon. I had to look and I had to do all this stuff. And I think, you know, maybe she could have gone through Okay, where did she get your strength? Well, why don't you talk about what you did and make it a little more interesting and open it up to you, how you were able as a young woman. Right. And how you got through your husband, right. you know, dying in your arms, right. the first one, and all these things to make you that strong person. Right. I don't know. She didn't seem to offer that kind of advice to, to get it out there to kind of say, okay, these are questions. And then, then she could try to... She never. She was tried, coached terribly. Well, she never took hold of the conversation. No. She just was there. They asked the questions. She got annoyed. She should have been the one probably kind of getting this to where she had it more under control. It looked like she showed up, give me my money. Now I'm going to sit here and be a pain in the ass. Yeah. Buy my book and and you can be here. I'll let you hang out with me. It's that's like, about it. And that's basically what it was. And here's the crappier part. You had all these social Indian socialites. Yes. Okay. Looking at her like she's the the coolest thing since sliced bread. And it's like, wait a minute here. Is she here for your entertainment? That's what it looked like to me. I didn't even like the socialites. I was sitting there like, get the heck. Well, they were kind of just starstruck with They're her star- celebrity. Yeah. Okay, but what's her celebrity? Yeah, she tried to She do tried all that. to kill people. And that's the whole thing. And this this documentary brings up 10,000 more questions and and answers nothing. Because at the end of the day, here I am looking at it going, "You know what? You're on television. You ain't saying spit. You're just in, insulting every, I think you, you just being there is insulting because it's like I know you're not doing this for free. What was the was it what was that the guy from the humanitarian rights it's, or what? Uh, Anurag Unru- okay. His, yeah, yeah, okay. Okay. Well, huh. humanitarian. She's a humanitarian criminal. It, wh- what are you? Wh- what are you breaking bread with this yeah, person that's for? That's true too. That's uh, humans for humanity. Yeah, hu- ki- well, I mean, her humanity at this point in her life. I don't she, know if maybe they cut it out. She could have said, you know, I I got into this where I helped these 
these disabled people. Once again, she could have kind of tried more to get questions and answers. Yeah. And what? And like I said, okay, you're setting up this thing to go to India. What's the point? You're, and then, and then, I mean, sorry. You well, she wanted it. to return. I'm I, sure. And, and that's fine. Country and, and that's fine. Probably got to see it for free. You know, I'm pretty sure she didn't pay out of her pocket. And she's like, oh, I'm going to go back to India because she knows she's not going to get arrested. It's just like, dude, kick rocks. And I don't think her security now, her security, I would be afraid t- technically of the Osho people. Right. Because but, but they, when they you see left her on very bad terms. Understood. But here's the thing, too. Osho's been dead for how long? Since the ni- early 90s, I Okay, think. so it's been 30 years, 25, whatever, 20 yeah. plus, 20 plus. We'll just say 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. He's been dead, right? Okay. Uh, I didn't see anybody in the ashram. It looked abandoned to me. Oh, no, that, I don't think it was that. It was... Um, she should have... You know what no, it, I think she you, just went as a, a normal person, right. and they didn't know that it was Sheila. Oh, yeah, because it's been 35-plus oh, years. No, I don't think they warned her, warned the ashram ahead of time. They did, Well, no, because that, that would m- probably make sense simply because they showed up to the house. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. They didn't... The zero their, organization yeah. on this, but maybe that's the only way she would feel that she's protected, but... Here's the thing, too. If if the sannyasins want to come off as these peace-loving people, then it didn't matter if Sheila showed up or not. I have a feeling that uh, they are over her. Well, you, you can't write the history of the sannyasins without her. Sorry. I know, but they have rewritten it. But the, but Osho's late. people have rewritten it. Good luck. Guess what? Too late. Well, Sorry. yeah, with this with the Netflix a documentary on Wow Wow Country, True. it's a little difficult for them. To a lot try of to difficult. Put that they got, down. Yeah, they got but they see, got they Netflix in you know. Hey, and they you, did in India. Hey, all you gotta do is pop in that videotape, or uh, it's on YouTube. You know, okay. of them dancing and then going weird. You forgot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But so what but I'm saying is, is as far as up until 2018, nobody knew about nobody it. Nobody really right. knew about Sheila, right. except the actual folks that were involved. Involved in right. it. Okay. Okay. So, anyway, so right, back to that whole thing. Going. Okay. So, and another thing, too, is that, okay, what was the purpose of it? Oh, no, no. Oh, that's the thing that got sidetracked. Okay. So, you have all these women who are on television. They're propping her up like a, a woman for. The new women's movement, which is fine, I don't care. But like she was a feminist, right? Yes, and they were just coming across as this great, strong, powerful being, and this is that. I'm like, what? That, that's like propping Charles Manson up there, saying, "Look at the strong man. He was able to control these people to murder. Oh, we should just. Oh, what a movement for the maleist, whatever it's called. You know, the male maleist. chauvinist <laughs> movement. I don't maleist. Yeah, that's what feminist maleist. You know." And, and just kind of just go like, what, what you guys are propping up a person who should still be in jail or just getting out, one. Two, she's responsible for a lot of physical harm to a lot of people. Okay, so I have something to say here. <sighs> yes, please, please do. One of the points, as I was doing some current research on what other people were saying about the documentary, was they were kind of feeling that it was a little bit, strange that they would think that she would be a feminist when all of her her whole thing was being in love with this man yeah, and doing and everything for, for this man. man right and everything that she did was for this man <laughs> and that's really not what feminism is about true but they're still propping up for it they, i know they, but that's but, but no 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 oh, come on it's like everything everyone had, they're <laughs> just choosing choosing whatever fits their bleeping narrative anyway okay. 
So, you know, it's one of those things where it's like, I don't understand why it was done. It was sloppy and, and silly, raised more questions than answers. And then, I mean, I do like the fact that where she's basically telling these wealthy people, because these aren't the poor. No. She's dealing with the wealthy. Okay, because, by the way, one of the houses is beautiful. Anyway, you know, they're at a party, and then you see their their um, their posture and their attitudes when she throws that quote that I stopped you about, about everyone's got their own scandals, and they're just rather focused on my scandals to cover up their scandals. Dude, you saw the body posture of those people? Like, oh, snap. Yeah, I mean, I'll give her that. She was spitting truth to them. I'll give her that. Kudos for you being rude to your host. Perfect. But... I mean, at the end, I think it would have been more entertaining because she would be, you know, when she was talking to the press in the uh, yes. 80s, yes. she was saying all those things to m- get them upset. Right. And there and then and 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 once again, uh, it's crazy just, over. It. Yes. And then another thing, too, it's like it looks like she's just she's she's puppet. She's like the richest puppet right now. It's the the current in thing to say, oh, I went to a party. Well, I think and that's then what there it was. was. Non- Sheila there. Oh, I got a drink and I got to shake her hand and have an autograph with the serial killer. You know, that's but what yeah, they're probably then, saying. Well, they well, said that. They kind of, no. And then they said, no, she didn't murder anybody. Oh, well, then attempted. They didn't even know the story of no, it. No, they just came in like, oh, my gosh, this, you know, it was very fake. I can't, uh, those parties came off as very fake, very staged, very played. The only one who was making sense was that photographer who was older. Oh, yeah. Who was true. older, sitting there saying, how can you not be enlightened when you did this, 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 and that? And she's like, oh, no, screw it. I was just in love with the dude. That's it. It's like That's where he got down to it yeah basically at the to the brass tax of it all he's like that and he, that answer was not good enough for him he stopped trying to kind of yes, go deeper did. and she's like no that's it shocking i did it for love that's the reason why i did it and then you know the, the thing too is where she's getting annoyed and agitated about the only reason why you are famous is because of what you've done in the past now if you're sick and tired of talking about it then why are you why again are we watching this netflix show of you f- searching for Sheila. Sheila, you're still searching for, m- the way I look at it, you're searching for a quick quick band. That's all you're, you're just g- looking for a quick stack of cash. That's all I can see this as. And just, I mean, don't get me wrong. There were some of the clips they did have in there with Bogwan. You, yeah, Bogwan, you know you. Raise your eyebrows, homeboy. You know, it's where he was calling a prostitute. Yeah, those were the she, good the Those good are clips. the good clips, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, the venom's coming out. She portrayed the commune, and she is the devil. Oh, I loved it. It was like, I mean, you could see the hate in the dude's eyes, too. He was heartbroken, at least heartbroken. But but the thing, too, is, like I said, when you know, for me to sit there and say, well, I served my 39 months, so, you know, <laughs> I don't have to justify anything to anybody. Uh, Yeah, you do, because you only served 39 months. And that's a, still a, a, a question that's up there. Like, how did you could be? Because even the, the female... Interviewer. Hostess, mm-hmm. interview, whatever, said 39 months for good behavior. Yeah, that's even in Americans, uh, that's a 39 months. Well, one more thing. Yes, or I'm sorry. Two go ahead. Th- more things, and then we'll, we'll uh, conclude. No, I want to go know. more. I want to yell. I want to flip tables over. Go ahead. Is, you know, Sheila never talks about, except for the one husband, her first one, she yes. never talks about being married to others. No. Okay. I believe she, well, I know she was married to one of the other. Um, the mayor. Was she married to the mayor? No. 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 She was married to the guy who was the financier of the commune. That's right. That's right. And uh, he married her probably because of her um, power. 
No, no. It was for immigration. Ah, okay. yes. That's right. That's right. That's right. And then when she got out, she I'm thinking she did marry somebody in either Switzerland or Europe or something. So she's not talking about these personal things that she had to do in order to survive. Okay? Because when she got out, she had no money. Right. She had no friends. Right. She, her parents aren't rich. So she had to make her way right. to Switzerland. However, right. she was able to get yes. the residency, citizenship eventually. I'm not sure what happened. These are these things. Hey, let's talk about that. You you were you were on the top as a queen. You went down, guillotined it. Now you're back up. How did you how did you manage to crawl out of the pit? She doesn't talk about it. No, because you know what I think? Mm. Homegirl had cash stashed. I don't think so because she had to clean houses and do menial work when she got out. I'm what, just saying What's wrong with the front? Hello. Okay, well, that's too much conspiracy. Listen here, Holly. Let me tell you something. <laughs> no, I'm just. Well, but no, I'm gonna say it's just like kind of one of those things where I mean, I get it. I, I okay. get it, but I don't. So anyway, so is this a cult, Holly? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> well, anyway, guys, we hope you enjoyed our review of uh, or Searching whatever this was. Searching for Sheila. Searching yeah, it was for more Sheila. Like it was more like a review. More of a review, yes. And a rant for Carl to and get a it Oh, out. my gosh. Okay, real quick story. No, I'm sorry. I told you that, you know, I've watched Searching for Sheila. Yes. He's like, what would you think? Ding, 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 ding. It's just a bunch of just, like, short. Why? Text. Who? What? Yeah. When? Where? Yeah, I don't even have them. Oh, beautiful. Anyway, all guys, on that note, good night, Holly. Good night.